ladies who made it home. The club is full of ballers and their puppets. He was like crew. in perpetual karaoke mode. C. <laughs> oh, what are we talking about today? Uh... Motherfuckers that re-enter. Re-entry. Okay. What's up, guys? Duke and Rachel. Here on the third episode of the podcast that will not be named. But it's yet to be named. It it's going to happen tonight. It's Rachel's responsibility to name this thing. It is my responsibility, but we need to collab, man. It's yeah. a collabo. I'll collab the fuck out of you. <laughs> All right. I'm sure. So here's the deal. Uh, Take a shot. We have, dude, first up. Well, first off, I don't do shots. I drink straight from the bottle. Well, that's a shot. Uh, it could a be three. Swig. I need to. I need to make sure I regulate though, because I have to drive after this. Well, a swig won't kill you. Mm. Or two. That was a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One or two. Or two. She's like, "Can you hurry up and get on my level?" <laughs> right. This is my what third. Mm. We'll count this as two. Is that is that a sixteen ounce Modelo? It's a twenty four ounce. What the fuck? It is a tall boy. I <laughs> I don't know anything about that. Well, shit, I know a lot. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Tell us a story. All right, so what are we talking about today? We're talking about motherfuckers who come back and try to re-enter your life after a uh, successful, unsuccessful relationship, but it's over. It's fucking over. And what happens when, and what do you do when... People are trying to come back in and fuck up your whole new shit. Yeah, that's a hard one. Yeah, it can be. Uh, story time, go. <laughs> um, so it happens for me quite a bit, actually. Um, men seem to always have this theory there that they used to, or that I used to play this game, where they would always come back. We would have this situation, they would always come back. Um the last time that it happened, I was dating a terrible person. He was terrible. Um, and wait, 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 hold on. You're, gonna, you're not going to skip over that. Yeah. Give me a quick, you know, elevator pitch on what, how terrible was he? So <laughs> this particular man was definitely on drugs for sure. Uh, he also stole my car. Oh, I read that one. Yeah, he passively stole it. Um, he was pretty terrible. He was a liar. He was a... I knew better. I should have known better. I should have known better. But then there was this guy who I had been seeing before he came back. He re-entered into the situation. And um, it was good for a while. You know, we had a good relationship. But I think when you kind of end something, there's a reason why it should end. Right? Like, there's always a reason why things end. Um, I used to think that... Maybe the story wasn't over, but if there's there's a reason why things end when they do, sometimes it's better to let it let it just end, yeah. let it run its course. So now that you you know, is that a, a hindsight thing that you're coming up with, or oh, of course, uh, good God, I mean, because you, so you say it happens to you a lot. I mean, so I'm in a new space, but yes, when when it when it did happen, it happened quite frequently. Uh huh. Yeah. So I would have these situations, these relationships, these friends with benefits, and then they would always come back. Well, I kind of feel like we were socially conditioned to kind of 
you hope for the best, and by best I mean like the total and complete fantasy of what we want a relationship to be. I, I kind of feel like we were designed from the beginning to think that like love at all costs, and like that we watch those stupid romance movies, and <laughs> yeah, the ones with the cartoon characters in them that sing. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> yes, for sure. I was Ariel for a long time. In I'll my tell life. you what, man. If you rolled up on my porch, and you couldn't sing, but you were singing when I met you, I'd be like, there's something amiss. Like, like something's afoot here. <laughs> something, me... something is not 100% who she says she is. Now, if you're, you know, what looks kind of like your BFF is walking in as a brunette, we might have problems. Like, you may just fucking be a piece of kelp for the rest of eternity. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, well, I could tell you like the bad girls. <sighs> <laughs> bad girls like me well see everybody has a plight yeah i try to okay never mind no no you try to what <laughs> you try to what <laughs> anyway so story time <laughs> <laughs> i have the re-entry thing uh quite a bit it, it, hmm. which is kind of weird because at the core i'm really a hopeless romantic i was just talking all this shit about disney movies but i'm like actually that guy but you love them I love them, and I know all the words, and I will sing them for you at some point. <laughs> Something that I don't have to clear the rights on. <laughs> but, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, like, I have this reentry thing on on a regular basis. And, you know, my situation is a little bit weird because I'm... Um, Tell us about your situation. Basically polyamorous, right? So, for those of you who are unclued into that, that means that uh, I don't really do monogamy. So take that for how it will. I can hear the judgment going off now. <laughs> but uh, but basically, uh, I have this. I try my best to, at the core, leave people better than I found them. And so uh, it doesn't mean that I have a lot of power in how they change or choose to behave. But I do try to have an influence on you know getting people to get more into contribution, into the next level of whatever they're capable of because I, I see a lot of potential in people and I want to make sure that that's at least such a hard part direction. seeing seeing potential in people and putting your time in when sometimes sometimes not all the time but sometimes people are not always deserving of the amount of time that is given well, people are deserving but sometimes the amount of time that is given is not always deserving yeah sometimes you kind of like throw bad money after bad money you know? <laughs> yes but, um, so I have this thing where, like clockwork, I'll date these girls who are kind of serial monogamous. Right. And so what they'll do is, because the way that I come off and in, in my presentation or whatever, they'll kind of be there for a good time, not for a long time. And so mm. they'll break up with somebody and then they'll be like, I'm lonely and shit. And then they'll be like... I know Duke. Duke, he does the he does the going out all the time. I'll just hit him up. So I'll get these random phone calls like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Text message, "What's up? Haven't been forever." <laughs> like, okay, so then you know they're just trying to get revalidated. Like, it's oh, not, get their mojo back for sure. It's, and it's not like they want me and everything I'm that sure I am. Sure, they want you to a degree. Yeah, no. you don't got a fucking sugar. I'm serious. Uh, listen, 
the people that I've hit up when I've needed my mojo back, it's not that I don't want them. But if they're a serial monogamous and you're telling them straight up that they're poly, that you're poly, mm. you know. Yeah. You would hope that they would know better than to trip on that. Try to catch emotions. <laughs> yeah, trying to catch emotions. Oh, by the way, did you hear about that new STD that's going around? <laughs> what? Feelings? <laughs> Don't catch that shit. Don't catch it. <laughs> Back the fuck off. Run. Run as fast <laughs> as you can. <laughs> See him coming, just bolt. Uh, and the pussy will usually feel it first. That's usually what happens. That's the, yeah. She fucking leads you astray. That, well, she didn't lead me astray. Well, she I leads know me her astray. tricky ass ways. <laughs> <laughs> that drip, drip fucking leads me astray. <laughs> Uh yeah, so anyways, what what'll happen is they'll come and hang out and shit'll fucking go down or it won't go down or whatever the fuck happens. And then poof. Ghosted. Oh, you get right? ghosted? And then about six, eight months later. Oh my god, it's been forever. <laughs> like we have to fucking hang out. It's just been for and I'm just like, well, I guess somebody just broke up with their new boyfriend. Right. I mean, it's that rotation, right? We all have them. Yeah. Oh, you have them, I would imagine, don't you? I well, I don't hit people up after the fact. Like I just I basically if I'm done with you like in that way. I'm not done with you as a human. Like you're not a kick it, like it whatever. But I'm not going to give all the vibes that you know you can come back in and get all of that investment because we did that already we tried that shit and it doesn't work well or it didn't work yeah and it didn't work for a reason it doesn't even have to be nefarious or bad reasons like we just weren't all that compatible at that timing and i think that sure we can find new timing and better things can happen but every time that i do that (laughs) it's just <laughs> a big old sigh. Yeah. Fuck. All right. So I had this girlfriend. We're gonna go back in the day. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. So I had this girl, and she, um, she was cute as fuck. She was like my my archetype at the time, and I guess what you would consider my archetype, like of like ideal woman when I was growing up, were these little like pixie cut, short haired like. They they all look like lesbians. Like let's just <laughs> let's just be honest. Like uh, you're attracted to the lesbians, huh? Yeah, big fan. Yeah. Uh, and even nowadays, I like I prefer bisexual women. So a lot of them are a little bit out there the way they put themselves. Uh, we, we know with their presentation. And so uh, I, this this little girl's there. You know, we were <laughs> I, what were we like sixteen? Okay, and and I fall in love now. Not to say that that's hard for me to do, because I fall in love probably on a week, bi-weekly basis. <laughs> well, you're a loving guy. I am. I, yeah. I, I, got, I got nothing but love for you, baby. <laughs> nothing but love for you. Anyways. So, I fall in love. And she's like, well, I gotta tell you a few things. <laughs> I'm like, okay, what? And so she starts to talk about mental illness and and her you know struggle with antidepressants and whatever. And like, now, you and I sitting here talking about this right now could make some rational decisions because of our experiences, of course, right? But, but like, not at 16. But like at 16 fucking years old, yeah. what are you going to do, man? Like, she's hot. She's DTF. <laughs> You're going to listen to her. I'm like, what? <laughs> so what? <laughs> <laughs> right. right. I mean, it's cool, baby. You yeah. can be as crazy as you want. Yeah, yeah. Just be crazy on this dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. 
do a full split, right? So right. I was like, okay, well, I can handle crazy. I, at the time, I was, and I didn't know what crazy was. Oh. Right? But at the time, I was studying psychology because I wanted to become a, a counselor when I got out of high school. And so I was like, yeah, no, I could just read some books and <laughs> learn how to fucking deal with this. Plus, you know, vagina. So right. I don't see any downsides. Right. <laughs> so we started dating. And uh, we had just this beautiful little relationship. Was the sex awesome? No, we did not have sexual intercourse. Oh. Yeah. That was, uh, uh, that was something that my religious past was keeping oh. me from, from doing at the time. But did a lot of making out and a lot of PG-13 shit. I was going to say, did and, you at least touch it? Um, no. Oh, no, fuck. No, no, no. Fuck, Duke. Hold on. This story gets a little bit better, so oh, don't, don't worry. I, there's a lot of touching later on in life. Oh, excellent. Uh, yeah. So so she's like, I go on this trip, and back in the day I was um, really involved with the church, so I'd go off and do like crazy trips to other countries and build houses for poor people and you know shit like that. So I go on this trip for a week, and she writes me letters like, all week, and then the when, I, when I come back, she just hands me the stack of letters. Oof. Right? Letters. Oh, man. Okay, go ahead. Okay, this was 95. No, I have stories about letters. Uh-oh. In the recent 2017. What so. the fuck? Go ahead. Continue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, like, trying to date Gomez Adams nowadays? Oh, my like, God. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> this is, like, a whole hot mess. But go ahead. Keep, go- keep talking. Uh, yeah, this is, this is definitely... Good podcast fodder. <laughs> so I, she hands, comes back and she is upset, like <laughs> really upset. She's like, I can't, I can't live without you around. Oh, I'm like, shit. I'm like, well, okay, one, I was gone a week. Yeah, it was a, and, a mere seven days. <laughs> yeah. And, and two, I was doing good things for the world. And at that time, like doing good things for the world was like part of my identity and makeup. Like now I just don't give a fuck. But. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this is not true, by the way. But uh, I was like, okay, one, it's, what the fuck? Why are you mad? You're supposed to be like, you know, open arms. You're like, like fucking all up ons. <laughs> like, oh, I miss you so much, baby. Crazy fucking PG-13 sexual encounter, right? That's what I'm looking for. And you are there crying and being weird and emotional. What's happening? Okay, so this was not the proper response. I mean, on what my part. Did. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because I learned this then, you know. Oh, <laughs> life lesson number one. When a woman comes to you crying... The response is like, "Why are you crying?" <laughs> that's not the that's not the appropriate response. Oh, uh, especially at sixteen, because the answer we don't fucking know why we're crying at sixteen. You at thirty six, you don't know, you guys don't know when they're. Crying. I know why I'm crying at thirty six. I don't know why You're I'm not thirty six. Are you? Mm-hmm. You fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't know why I'm crying at sixteen, though, for sure. Yeah, I yeah, I I still put my vote in for you guys. Still don't know why you cry half well, the time. Oh, sometimes. Sometimes it's just emotion. It's just emotion takes over. Yeah. Hormones, emotions. Yeah, we're just feeling type of people. (laughs) I don't remember the last time alcohol made me cry. Good. Yeah, I don't remember the last time. But I'm drinking beer these days, so. I kind of feel like like female hormones and emotions, and males too, like I guess 
everybody's hormones and emotions and emotional outbursts is why God invented weed. <laughs> Just to calm that shit. Yeah, yeah. Put everything into perspective. Like, like, if I let this shit go down, like, the world will destroy itself. Yeah, and it's just like, let's just, just smoke a little bit and just mellow out. Yeah. Yeah. I like that viewpoint. Yeah, I think the universe. Anyways. So here I am, and I'm like, that's fucking weird. And she's she flips out on me, of course, because I'm not validating her sadness because she wanted me to miss her as bad as she did. And I'm like, okay, well, okay, fine. So we, yeah, you know, I try to patch all that up. And with my 16 year old, I think I know everything ass was like, <laughs> okay, well, we're just going to go do this thing. And, you know, I did the, uh, I did the, you know, grand, uh, adventure, you know, we, uh, I'm going to, not as an apology, but as a, a state changer. <laughs> sure. You know, girls in the middle of a bad emotional space, you just whisk her off and do some crazy ass shit. And then she, at least for the first 20 minutes, she's still pissed, though. Yeah, but that's or fine. You, you can push that through. I mean, I grew up with my mom, so it was fine. <laughs> like, I, 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 I could deal well, with the buffer. It's all making sense. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so everything's good. But she has this, like, clingy, needy, like, claws in you, jealous, crazy, everything. And I wasn't even, like, a philandering asshole back then. Like, I'm really a philandering. <laughs> like, I'm a big, bad asshole now. But But you also don't seek out needy clingy women do you no i yeah. mean sometimes they seek me out and i don't exactly say no <laughs> but most of the time like that's gonna fuck my life and my vibe and my my jam yeah. up so i'm not i'm not about that anymore but yeah i had to learn these hard lessons so she gets all crazy and needy and clingy and whatever and i was just like i cannot be tied down like this like this is or that person for you. Right. Like, that's a whole lot. So I'm like, okay. So we need to cool the jets a little <laughs> bit. And that's when World War II started. World War III 2.6 started. <laughs> and she's like, you know, nobody rejects me. Nobody breaks up with me. Da, 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 goes crazy. Fucking, like, follows me around. Like, I would, like, drive from one place to another, and, like, her car is still there, the new place I was going. And, oh, like, shit. Well, this is, like, pre-GPS. Shit. You know? Like, it was, like, she would call, like, every week and just, like. <laughs> and I'm, like, what the fuck is happening? So. Oh, shut up. <laughs> dude, no, for real. No, like, for real. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Fuck, man. So, years go by. I started dating this, like, cocktail waitress from the strip club. I had this long-ass relationship with her and a Mm. couple of other things were going on. And then I think, you know, I'm never going to see this chick again. So, she's, like, hits me up. Like, when Facebook first started, like, kick in, you know what I'm saying? fucking Facebook. And it's like, oh, you might know this person. I'm like, who, what the fuck? Okay, Mm-mm. okay. Well, all of my friend crew, they still associated with her, you know, because oh. over the distance, my whole crew like kind of got all matching tattoos, and then they moved to different areas. They, some of them got deployed, you know, and so we were all we were <laughs> all in different places, and she ended up going to school at like, I guess it wasn't Facebook. It would have had to have been MySpace. Yeah, MySpace. Ooh, it would have had to have been taking MySpace. It back. Yeah, me and Tom, we were tight. <laughs> it, so, anyways, uh, she she hits me up, and my friends had 
already kind of talked to her like over the years. She was going to college out there. And she had told me that I was the only man for her. And she was going to... How many years later was it? No, no, she had... when when Like when we were 16. Oh, okay. okay. She had told me that I was the only man she'll ever love. Oh, damn. And... Uh, That's a lot to say at 16. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> a lot of pressure on you. I know. <laughs> and so... I I guess I was I had to be maybe twenty maybe twenty two or something. It was, it, was, it was quite a few years later, and she hits me up and uh, I'm about to sneeze. Hold on. Meanwhile, yeah. <laughs> ding 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 ding. <laughs> so, anyways, she hits me up and and my friends are like, "Yeah, let's go see her. Fucking, it's been years. Uh, cool." I'm like, "Oh, all right." Now, little did I know that this was like a fucking, this was a thing, right? Like, they had, like, planned this thing. Oh, your friends turned on you? No, they didn't. But, like, they were being used like pawns in the master ah. game, right? So, I end up over there, and she's like, you and have... And she didn't even get a taste she of what you're offering. Yeah, yeah, she did not. And had she got a taste back then, she probably would not have followed me around. <laughs> I didn't learn all that shit till way later. So Not even at 22? No, not even <laughs> 22. So she's like, you have to meet my new girlfriend. I'm like, oh, cool. She said that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I meet the new girlfriend. The girlfriend's like straight, like literal linebacker for like a powder puff football team. Right? <laughs> like dead ass lesbian, like straight, like uh, not straight at all. Like anti-straight. <laughs> and, and they're like in a great relationship. And whatever and i was like oh awesome so there's no nervousness now because i didn't have to fucking deal with it because you're in a relationship and fuck yeah i'm like yes we're all gonna hang out so we all fucking hang out we're we're getting hammered and i'm over there at uh i think it was hope international university or some like private school out in orange county and the next day we all gotta get up and we're I'm walking with her. We're hanging out. She's like, I have a really important question to ask you. Oh, God. And I'm like, what? She's like, well, you know, like, you're the only man I'm ever going to love. And I was like, uh, yeah, well, I mean, I heard that before, <laughs> but I'm not sure. And she's All like, these years later? Yeah. Really? And she's like, so I've never, you know, been with any other men. Oh, shit. And me and my girlfriend want to have a baby. <laughs> I'm like, awesome. Con- congrats. <laughs> so she spends the next half hour trying to convince me to knock her up. Oh, shit. Right? To which I respond, um, uh, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> right? Good choice. Good choice. Uh, but I had learned from my previous responses, and I, I said fuck no in the nicest way I possibly could. <laughs> Um, so she was kind of dejected about that and she tried to come up with all these different ways. Ooh, you've rejected her twice. Yeah. Damn. Is she outside the house right now? Uh, what? Yeah, we'll get to the third time oh. in a little bit. <laughs> and so she, you know, is doing all this stuff, but she kind of worked her way in now. Right. Yeah. And so she was mad, but she was kind of cordial. And I think now looking back 2020 hindsight, like this linebacker of a girlfriend she had, had wanted nothing to do with me because it was like competition but i was like blissfully unaware (laughs) so uh i go up and i'm hanging out with these 
chicks for I don't know a year or something. Oh, after that. Yeah. After she yeah. tried to because you know we're friends. Oh, of course. Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, but she's like she pulls moves on me all the time, and I'm just like, oh, you got it, you know. You got, no, a, you, got, you got you got a man or a girl or whatever you got going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I ain't trying to fuck your whole world up. <laughs> so, uh, she has a horrible breakup with oh, this as, as we linebacker do. girlfriend. <laughs> and What was her name? We don't do names. Oh, but the, the ex, this is the first name. Still don't do names. It's the first name. Uh, I got to give you my whole talk on discretion at some point. <laughs> Especially when you're getting famous through podcasts and YouTube and shit. <laughs> I, I need to not be mentioning names. The internet is a dangerous place. True. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... So I got to comfort this chick. <laughs> and we have this bright idea that we bring one of my buddies to, you know, handle the whole mojo rework thing. Mm-hmm. Then I'm out of it. Oh. Right? And then, and then my other buddy's out of it because we were both kind of like, you know... We're really tight with this chick. Like, we share tattoos. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It, I wasn't thinking about. Oh, do the, you have a shared tattoo? No, she had like a temporary version. Oh, okay. Yeah, but we have the rest of us have them. Oh, okay. And so, anyways, so we go up there, and for some dumb ass reason, we brought two bottles of Jack, like Costco bottles of Jack, <laughs> like, fucking, like oh Jack. Yeah. So me and Jack, we we don't talk anymore. Yes, you do. He's sitting right here. I, the gentleman. <laughs> he's the gentleman right version here. is sitting right he's here. He's grown up. He's evolved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still a motherfucker, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, uh, so she comes. Uh, she, she's, she's on one. She, as I, we can be. She doesn't. I don't feel like she gave a fuck about her other relationship, like the way that she's acting. Right. Interesting. And uh, so, she sees this plan. That we had with this other guy. And she puts about a three quarters of a bottle down this guy's. So he's puking in the shower. (laughs) Like, like passed out, running water on himself for no fucking reason. As 23 year old drinking. Yeah, dude. It was bad news. The other one's like over the over the rail, you know, and I've always had kind of a unless I intend to just get fucking destroyed. I've always had a really good self-control with the alcohol like I. I have a good time, but I don't get into like, you know, the bad space. And so. It's a talent. Yeah. So and then it ends up. So my two buddies who are supposed to fucking support my ass, <laughs> they are gone. I'm hammered. Uh, they're not gone. They're just like passed out in various places of the house. And she gets all like mother energy with me and like drags me off my hammered ass off to bed. So that happens. Of course. And I'm thinking, well, I had sexual intercourse with this woman. She's always been cool. Maybe I should <laughs> try it again. You know, I thought it was my idea. Definitely <laughs> not my idea. No. So that we get pussy, in there. That pussy just won, won all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm, I was just thinking about how long this fucking story is going. And I need <laughs> to fucking calm down on that. So we're going to fast forward a little bit. She did a whole bunch of crazy shit. Just crazy, crazy. Tell me at least one. Um, Maybe two. She would just show up places that I was at. Yeah, that's the worst. With like gifts just to make sure that I wasn't talking to anybody else. What kind of gifts? 
What was one gift? Virtually anything. Like, like she would. What buy was me. one, like awkward as fuck gift? No, they weren't awkward. They okay. were just like, it was just like weird shit. Like, I bought you like this journal with like two sides and lines to it, so I can write while we're not together on this side, and you can write on the other side. We'll just pass it back and forth, <laughs> like that, right? And which is actually a strategy I implemented in another relationship. <laughs> feature on because you thought it was a great idea i thought it was a great idea like that was that's romantic as fuck like, that turned on my disney vibe you're like oh ariel yeah and i'm just like ah. so uh but she would just like show up places she'd make sure that she was at everything i was at and i didn't know what like jealous behavior was back then yeah i didn't i didn't see the the, the red see, anyways uh the sex was horrible like it was fucking it was always horrible but I didn't have enough experience to know that it was horrible. And sex in your 20s is, I mean, at least for me, it wasn't always that great. Well, yeah. Like, like my later 20s, yes. It was much better. Yeah, as you get to learn, like, you start becoming a motherfucking... As you get to, like, yeah. you know, asking for things you want, too. Yeah, communication. <laughs> right. Intimacy. It's a, trust. It's a, it's a key. Yeah. Key factor. The lack of alcohol. <laughs> I mean, depends. But, yeah. Right. So... It, she she ended up being really crazy and really clingy again and and really just like mm. and I I was trying to create my life and I was working at a bunch of startups so I I was working probably eighty ninety hours a week mm. you know sleeping under my desk sometimes and when I could party I would just go party like ungodly amounts of partying so mm-hmm. I'd work like ninety hours a week and then I'd like leave Friday and put on raver pants and just like. <laughs> on ecstasy at a festival for like three days you know and then i come back to work in raver pants (laughs) 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 and uh but we were we were doing a lot of tech startup stuff so i was just like this grinding both ends of the candle and so she was just mad because she didn't see me all the time and she would barely ever come up and hang out with me she wanted me in her space so i'd have to go drive down to orange county from from like where i live now shit like basically i lived in westlake which is yeah seven miles that way and so i was like i can't do this oh hell no that's like, a, that's a long distance relationship i'm driving all this and you are <laughs> constantly on my nuts about this shit and like the sex not even that good <laughs> it's like i always feel really guilty because i feel like i'm hurting you like, <laughs> like it's bad right well it turns out she got a whole shit ton of abuse in her past and like mm. the sexual thing was like this like claw for acceptance and you know it had nothing to do with the intimacy that I was looking for, right? So that's why we didn't match. But I wasn't, I didn't think that way. And uh, so it it just, it destroyed. But when it destroyed, it wasn't like hope because I knew if I left any hope there, oh, she would, stay. she would, she would just suck me back in with her fucking vaginal sarlacc pit of <laughs> doom. <laughs> And even though it wasn't that good. Even though it wasn't that good. No, but it was just like, I still wanted to be loved, right? And she really, really loved me. Okay. Like, she, even though it was like an, just an utterly codependent relationship. Yeah. She she was, you know, she was about that life. That's, you know? That sounds about like, right, in your 20s. Like sure. That sounds about like that kind of relationship in your 20s. Well, that's why you and I click, like, because we have <laughs> similar experiences. Other people I tell the story to are like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Relationships in your 20s are... 
They're a fucking mess. Yeah. You're a mess. I am a mess. Well, just in general. People. Still. <laughs> so anyways, that I, I decided that we needed to make sure that this never happened again. So when I broke up, I broke up with finality. Oh. I said, look, this is not going to ever fucking happen again. And if you ever want to see me again, we can't, you can't talk at all about anything romantic because that's some bullshit. Right. And that was the wrong thing to say. Because oh, always. That, right? And so she flips out and starts throwing shit and <laughs> like fucking starts burning things. Oh, and, you the, know, crazy. Okay? the crazy, the crazy, the crazy. I mean, I still burn shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, like we'll get into some of my revenge stuff later on oh, in this revenge. podcast. Revenge is good. Revenge is a good episode. Probably mm-hmm. not for episode four. Maybe not. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe, Maybe get, second season. <laughs> when we get a little bit more intimate with the audience. Uh, but so that ended poorly. And I thought to myself, okay, I I tried to hook up with somebody that I had already not, you know, we had already ended it. I'm never going to do this again. And that's been a rule my entire life since then, except for I would always find like technicalities to get around <laughs> the rule. I'm like, well, we're not dating. We're just going to smash a few times in this show. And that just, that's like the insidious part. Like you think, I get all of these guys, because, you know, I'm a dating coach for my profession, and I get all these guys asking me about like, okay, yeah, but I don't want to marry this chick. I just want to fuck her, bro. (laughs) I'm like, do you honestly think you can do this over time and not catch feelings? Because you are lying to yourself or you're a psychopath. Do you think that, well, catch feelings in what way? Like in a romantic way or just in a friendship way? Look, man. I can fuck. I've, I've had those experiences with people before where I can fuck somebody and it might not turn into a romantic relationship. Yeah, but the longer it goes on, the better, the more likely you are to drop into some sort of intimacy where loss is a big deal, right? Like, all of my relationships are romantic. Like, that's how I look at it. Like, okay. Like, like, I like that you're more the romantic one out of the two of us, I think. What? Yeah, I think so. I think, like, I have, I'm a romantic, but I think, like, I've had a lot of relationships that don't really start off as romantic. Like, they I, start off as sex. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But as, as they move on, the feelings can get caught. So, sure. There's a lot they, of feelings there, and it's really easy to catch them. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah but. I find that, at least in my experiences, I've been able to shut those emotions or push them back, and the dude ends up having those feelings first. Well, yeah. Uh, and that's that's by design. Yeah. Yeah, because you're a little bit insidious about that. <laughs> that's by design. Mm. Or it was. It All right, was. this has to go on the other side of the table. Otherwise, I will keep drinking it, and then I won't be able that to leave my house. swig number two. That's the third one. Those two. Those three. I counted. <laughs> so did I, but maybe I counted wrong. All I right. don't think I did. All right, so here's the deal. Uh, you're a little insidious. <laughs> but I here here's why I think that this is the case. I have like three different points swimming around in my brain. <laughs> I gotta, like, okay. So the first thing is we're kind of biologically predisposed to reproduce. Sure. So like you see a hot chick and you're like, okay. Well, you don't, but I see a hot chick, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, let's uh, let's get down. And then, you know, the hormones and the chemicals and the dopamines and the oxytocins and everything they 
they set you up so that if she gets pregnant, that you'd be around long enough to let this kid like not die. <laughs> right. You're like, like keeping your genes like in existence. That's the whole point. It's like kind of the, the biological imperative. There's only two things your genes want to do. Right. And that's like stay alive and like replicate themselves. <laughs> right. Sure. And so I kind of feel like that in the first place. And then the way that I was trained by Disney and society <laughs> is that that should go hand in hand with romance. That should go hand in hand with love and good feelings for each other. And like, so as I was coming up, that's, that's what I think. And so every woman that I meet, I treat her as if she was going to be my future long-term partner just to make sure that if there's any potential for that, that I don't fucking, you know, fuck it up in the process. Yeah. Exit out early. <laughs> You know, I, I do a lot of judgment, not judgment, judgment is the wrong word. I do a lot of careful filtering of my love life now <laughs> that I didn't do back in my 20s. Of course. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, filtering, filtering grows with experience for sure. Like, it's really cool to, like, learn lessons again. But sometimes <sighs> you just don't want to have to do that. Fuck. Yes. No shit. <laughs> I have learned quite a few lessons uh, in the last year uh, again and again. For about 10 years, I probably have learned the same lessons over and over again. You're like, maybe there's a nuance I was <laughs> missing. <there> was, <laughs> maybe this time it'll be the way to go. I think, too, I just wasn't, um, I just, I would get into this situation where I would meet a man, we would have a friends with benefits situation. It would eventually turn into more, um, but I would have to be more aloof and play a better game than that person right so i would build these build these relationships kind of already at an arm's distance that weren't really manifesting themselves into anything a little deeper right so this on your side anyway on my side yeah i mean they would manifest themselves deeper eventually like i knew what i was doing like if i wanted the relationship i i mean from a friends with benefits situation i knew how to get it yeah you actually have a how-to on your blog yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, how to. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, you got to be a little bit more aloof than the person that's that you're trying to get because they're playing this aloof game. But um, what would end up happening? I think what has happened is you've already built sort of the foundation of that relationship on keeping things at an arm's distance. Right. Like the foundation of it is already pushed away. So when you do get closer the getting closer part is a lot harder because everybody's already kind of standoffish in the situation. Right. Right. So it's not, it's not already something that's sort of um, like, I think we've looked at this oppositely, right? Like where you look at as every woman as a potential long-term I've looked at every man as like, okay, we could be homies. Let's see where you want to take this. Right. Like let's see how you want to go with this. And that way you're not culpable at any fuck ups. <laughs> right. Where I'm like, okay, you've at this point now, um, like I think in my last relationship when we were kind of going through our friends with benefits moment, like there was this one time where he would play this game with me where he would be like, I, I, we can't do this anymore. Right. And then I would flirt a little bit and he would be all up on it again. And so it got to the point where I would get pissed off because once I told him I did want a relationship, he would do that shit and still fall into the trap of the flirting. And I would be like, you know what the fuck I want? Like you back up. (laughs) Like you don't want that shit. You back away. And 
he would always he like when he got back with me and one of the letters that he wrote to me when he got back with me um was you know you made this comment that i was the one who was making all the moves and was wanting everything and and that was you were I, i wasn't the one flirting i wasn't the one doing that but at the same time like you know what the fuck you wanted like you wanted you know, <laughs> they can't they can't see you gesture I, I, I towards your sarlacc pit My, vagina of gravity. And they doom. want this. You know, you wanted a taste. Right. Like, so uh, I think. I think having looked at relationships in that way, right, like keeping them at an arm's distance, I, I am currently not doing that anymore, or at least that is something that I am. I haven't really experienced not doing that, you know, like uh, that's something that I don't want to do in, in future relationships and future endeavors. Yeah. I mean, okay. So I've always thought that communication, intimacy, all this stuff was really about being authentic. You know, it was about not putting on a front and trying to keep it real, keep it 100. And so the way I looked at it was that instead of, taking the victim mentality and saying, okay, when I get into these relationships, they fuck me up, you know? Yeah. Then I would just take all full responsibility for what happened. And I would be like, okay, well, I'm going to go in and I'm going to try my best. And I'm going to think, you know, I'm going to hope for the best too. But what happened was every time a reentry took place, Mm. It was no longer, uh, oh, 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 that fist is coming towards my face again. Maybe I should move my head. It was more like, that is my enemy. I'm going to beat him now. Right? <laughs> right. So every time that, hold on. God bless you. Thank you. Uh, so every time that uh, I would get a chance to repair the wrongs that I had done in a previous relationship, I looked at it as a second chance to win. Ah, and, and like, that is where we, that is where we definitely agree. It's a game, right? Like part of it is, is a little bit of a game. Well, no, I mean, win over the circumstance. Yes. It's, yeah. I mean, if, if you're winning, it's, it's potentially a game of some sort, some oh, sort yeah. of competition. So yeah, a hundred percent like, okay, you don't want to be in a relationship. You don't want to, at least this was for me, right? You saying you don't want to. Uh, have a long-term thing, but look at you. You came the fuck back. Yeah, you give me a chance to, you know, and I'm gonna play win it this better round. with my new skills. <laughs> right. Have you ever been to something you're like, okay, man, if I could just do that now, like, <laughs> yeah. new me would crush that shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. And, and, and it was one of those things where I was like, I could just, I could call it when they would come back. Yeah. You know, like, oh, okay, leave now, and they'll definitely come back. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm getting, I'm catching feelings. I got to go. It's not what you want. Yeah. It's always a good line. It's not what you want. I know. It's not what you want, so I got to go. Now that you're you're saying it like that, <laughs> like, I fucking do that all the time. Yeah, of course. Like, no, I, I, I didn't think I was a fucking manipulative asshole, <laughs> but like. I don't necessarily think it's, well, I guess so. I, I, I do think that that I played a manipulative game and like, I'm, I'm finally kind of taking a look at myself in the situation. I think that's, that's sort of the new piece of all of it for me. A little self-awareness. Yeah. A little bit. Right. All right. I think that's important. 
For sure. I mean, I've done 10 years of the same type of relationship. Fuck me. Like, it's not it's not getting me what I ultimately want, right? Huh. So. And so, okay, so what are your rules? Like, if, if, if you had to come up on the spot, I know we didn't prep this fucking talk. Okay. But if you had to come up with the spot, like, what is, what are your rules for reentry? And I, they got to be nuanced. I know, I they know. They are very. Because if you're like, if you're like, fucking never, like, that's no fun. So, rules, I mean, as far as, like, letting somebody reenter? Yeah. Not the vagina, the relationship. <laughs> So I am a very highly sexual being. So really, I don't know if you could tell, but um, for me, it's a lot of flirtation. Like I would, if you're going to, I think a man has, if he wants reentry, I'm usually the one who puts up the flirtation. If they bite, I know I got that shit. Right. So to, Allow somebody to re-enter? Is that what you're asking? Like, yeah. What are my rules to allow somebody to re-enter? Um, initially, like previously, it would be because I hadn't gotten the relationship. Now, if it was somebody who wasn't relationship material at all. Then you still want the relationship. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, yeah, I have let fucking some douchebags come back. That shouldn't have come back. Um, I think I think for sure um, what I've what I've done, what what people had had done is they have this moment of, oh, you know, I made this mistake. I think we should be together like I, I you know don't want to let you go and I kind of all the other women meant nothing to me <laughs> I kind of entertain it to a certain degree just to sort of you know see how see how how much more we can do also though I think a big part of it is if I've liked the sex if the dick is really good uh, you're probably going to get a pass to re-enter mm. <laughs> if, you, if you can put it down you're probably going to get a pass that is like a completely different thing too like like there are some girls that I should not have ever been in any sort of connection at all with because we are so different emotionally. Also, I'm learning that too. But yeah. somewhere along the way, I learned how to communicate and push it down. And yeah. then they just come back. Because they're dignitized, bro. Because they're dignitized. Yeah, 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 yeah. Straight up. Like, I'm not trying to say like, oh, look, I'm so fucking good at this shit. But like... I've been around the block a few times and I've figured some shit out. I'm telling you, the pussy will win. She'll win. Like, she takes over. It's yeah. It's an unfortunate situation. It's happened multiple times for me. A yeah. lot. For 10 years, it's happened. <laughs> and so it got to the point, and like, I have this joke with some of the guys I hang out with that, like, if you want her to leave you alone, Don't then you act, <laughs> you act like a, a white knight, right? You just like, do everything she wants to do, make no decisions, call her a bunch, like just do all the shit that like normal chodes do. And, and girls, you know, they look at their phone, they're like, oh God, just do that stuff. And then they won't take, but if you do all the right shit and then you, and then you, you know, you pull it off right in bed, she won't leave you the fuck alone. Very true. And she'll keep coming back. And it's like, I, nobody, nobody invited you to this party. 
Why in the fuck are you here? Like I'm here. I'm here in the park with the dog. Like what? Are, what are you doing? What? Are, <laughs> you never liked park. You didn't like the sun. Like like what happened? What are you doing? Dick is crazy, man. Dick. Dick, dick can be crazy. It can be. Well, I think it it can flip that switch. I was just having this conversation with uh, Uber driver the other day. He was telling me that. How many fucking intimate conversations <laughs> do we have with Uber drivers? Yo, like the Uber drivers are the shit, man. Dude. All right, go ahead. I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to one of them, uh, Save the Gabe, if he's, if he's listening, which he probably will. But uh, he was a good, he was a good Lyft driver one time. But this guy that I met the other night, he was basically this, this young buck trying to tell me that all women are crazy, all women are crazy, all women are crazy. And I was like, well, what the fuck do you do to them to make them crazy? Like, how hard are you putting that dick on him to flip that crazy switch all the way up in that cervix. Like, what are you doing? Uh, I mean, I can't be myself. I can't live. I mean, but also take responsibility <laughs> for flipping the crazy switch. Like, so you this guy was Indian? <laughs> Russian? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> for sure. Like, like, take a little responsibility for flipping the crazy switch. Like, you know what the fuck you're doing at that point. Okay, just because every time I walk into a room, <laughs> I step on some shit. Doesn't make that the shit room. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I, I see your point. And I'm, I'll take a little responsibility. I'm, I'm actually learning a little bit here on this podcast. Like, it's oh, like, good. the more you know. It's, like, a good, it's a good thing, right? So wait, if you just put it down right, you're gonna, you have the, like, there's like a, probably a crazy potential, right? You have felt that switch flip. I have, I have. And actually, I'm sure you've seen the actually, eyes I haven't, flip. I haven't had unprotected sex in 11 years, so I'm not sure I've felt this split, <laughs> switch flip. But at least you saw it in the eyes flip. I, yeah, I have seen that. I've actually seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's a real thing. Like in the movies when like people are dying and like all of a sudden like they just little they look up for just a second and then it's <laughs> over. Like yeah, and everybody's like. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's just like that. It's like it's like except for what's dying is your chances at a reasonable, healthy relationship. Yeah, it's just the eyes rolling back into the head. <laughs> like, like one, two, three, four, five, four. <laughs> Straight the fuck up. Projectile vomit yeah, on your chest. Man. Yeah, yeah. You know when the flip when the switch has been flipped. I mean, that's a real thing. <laughs> All right. So okay, how do you? So I have a problem with that answer. <laughs> Because what answer? What I can't be by myself. <laughs> <laughs> like what I can't, I can't put it down right. I can't connect. I can't build trust. I can't build rapport. Sure, I can't of course you set can. things up to have an awesome relationship. Of course you can, but you're just because actually... I might trip over some crazy switch up in there <laughs> while I'm like at that angle. Um, but build the rapport and build those things with potential people who, who will keep that crazy switch in check. You act you like I can looked. tell. Like you act well, like I can tell. Of course you can fucking tell. How would you not be able to tell? Oh hell no. Come the fuck on. Oh hell no. You have to be able to have a conversation with a person. You with all your filters can't fucking tell if a girl is crazy or not. Give me a fucking break. That chick with the DUI. They're all crazy. That's <laughs> because y'all are stupid. If you if you not arguing. <laughs> The the chick with the DUI the other night. Yeah. yeah you yeah, saw yeah. immediately that her ass, you could have taken her to a whole nother level. Yeah. Sure. You weren't going to fuck that. 
<laughs> so if you fucked it, were you going to put it down as hard as you would put it down for somebody? Probably not because you don't have the intimacy. You don't have the connection. Well, the problem is I always try to lead with that anyway. So I have this. Okay. My filtration mechanism works like this. Okay. Take notes. Okay. Everybody get your pens. Oh, no. You don't want to take notes on this. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You, you want to take notes on shit that works. So <laughs> I, what I do is I move towards the intimacy and everything. Now, I don't, I don't believe in permanence. So, like, <laughs> you can leave tomorrow and I'm good. Right. But like while we're here, we're going to be like the most in love ever. <laughs> right. So. No, no, no. You guys should take notes. Definitely take <laughs> notes on this. <laughs> <laughs> so like I want. OK, so if I ran an amusement park and uh, you want fire. I do. Hell yeah. Um, If I ran an amusement park. Thank you. I'd want like let's say you only visited this amusement park one time. I want when you show up to my amusement park to have to have the best roller coasters, to have the scariest monsters, to have the best characters to hug you, the best tasting cotton candy, because even if you only come to my amusement park once, you're going to tell all of your friends how much fun it is at that park. Okay? That's true. I have talked to my friends about you. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Wait, we didn't hook up though. Yeah, but she still took me on a on a oh on yeah one date. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and now we're doing a podcast. So. Imagine if we hooked up. Your friends would know a lot of shit. <laughs> so that's what I I just want to make sure that that the marketing is done well because word of mouth marketing <laughs> right it it's great it works. So I don't care how many times we hook up, but oh no thanks, uh, but I I want to make sure the experience is just the best ever because. Um, I don't like, you know, having bad press out there. I work sure, really hard. But that's but that's different than this young man so clearly look, just driving his dick as far as he can drive it into this into these girls and probably creating this 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 oh, I, mode okay. of of intimacy. I see what you're saying. Oh, so I don't have that problem. Uh, uh, yeah, cuz I'm a fucking Asian. <laughs> like no, I, I don't even saying, have the possibility of flipping that. a switch if it's way back up in there. I'm not saying. That I was at talking all. about like emotions and like mental shit. No, this guy is just purely, I, like from what I could see, he was just purely <laughs> putting the dick on these girls in ways that they probably have never felt before. Well, yeah, I can do that too, but just it has nothing to do with length. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I, that's at least what it appeared like in the conversation with with this young man. Okay, yeah. So, anyways, well, I've I've found that this is a filter. Okay, so if I start going all intimate and like connected and asking for trust and shit mm -hmm. in the first hour, <laughs> the ones who have like serious trauma bolt before the sex happens. Oh, because they're like. Nope, can't let me this vulnerable. Ah, fuck, got the short circuit. I, um, I gotta go, <laughs> and then they fucking bounce, and then I'm like, woohoo, missed the bullet. And like most guys are like, man, she pulled the old roll over and fall asleep on me, or like she just got up and left. Like I'm like, that's awesome, bro. See, like you know that that's gonna click that crazy switch. So you can see crazy from a mile away. No, no, no. But it's not seeing crazy. It's 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 testing for crazy. Okay, it's, it's like similar... I don't see it coming. I just be like, all right, I'm gonna do this shit because every time I do this shit, it either works out really well or they leave. 
So that that is a good filter. So I get all fucking handholdy. I get all like fucking interlocked <laughs> fingers, like eye contact. I try to match you're breath such, and shit. You're such a Disney movie, dude. For real, like, I will sing you a song. You are for real. Like if you okay, if you can ever find that, like, because I don't exactly have the best of relationships with him, but if you can ever find my last three girlfriends, okay, <laughs> you ask them how they fell for me and what kind of dumbasses they were at the time, and they will tell you that I did some stupid ass Disney shit. Was it was it over like Disney karaoke? No, 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 no. You know, it was like it's straight up like I go overboard, man. Oh, like I'm pretty. I, I've always believed in this idea of whenever you meet somebody, you provide as much fucking value as possible for the same reason, because that's what you like, mentioned at the beginning, right? If they come Leave them a better person. Yeah. If they come to your music park, <laughs> they have to have the best tasting funnel cake. They have to pay the lowest for the lockers. That's why you right? got bitches falling in love with you at 16, bro. <sighs> well, they still do. That's right. <laughs> that's right. At, at 16. <laughs> Well, the last one was 17, but it was legal in Sweden. It's, it, different rules. It's Europe, sure. man. What do you want? Uh, and uh, they also have reindeer heart. For? For food. Interesting. Did I you told, try it? Oh, yeah. I totally ate some. Did it give you like? You, you met Ike last week, right? I did. Yeah. Okay. So we were eating reindeer heart, and he Snapchatted. He said 86 Rudolph. <laughs> Hashtag. Anyways, uh, what were we talking about before we got on this whole <laughs> European girl thing? No, that you took that detour. <laughs> yes, hashtag no filter. Oh, yeah, so <laughs> what was I saying, though? Help me. Uh, you must have the best amusement park. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to give as much value as I can to the people who are standing in front of me. Like, friends, girlfriends, future wives, future ex-wives. I don't care. Like, just give as much value as you can. And, you know, when you're, uh, like you said it yourself, you're a highly sexual person. And when you are a, I would consider myself, like, maybe not highly sexual, but, like, highly sensual. And and it's not like a fucking hippie thing. Like, I was like, I'm spiritual, not religious. Not like that. But, like, (laughs) but, like, I'm way more into the the mind fuck and the head games and the emotions and the the experience than I am in, like, nutting. You know what I'm saying? The mind games, the head fuck. What did you say? Yeah. The mind games, the head fuck. So that is manipulation, though. Well, yeah, sure. But manipulation kind of tends to have this like nefarious, like negative meaning. And I feel like in reality, all communication from yelling at somebody across the street to sex is all a form of manipulation. It's just it's really the matter of intent behind it. Exactly. The intent is always important. Like, when I hook up with a girl nowadays, I do not intend to hurt their feelings. Ever. Right. Right. But that, again, comes from experience and knowing how to communicate that that encounter. and Yeah. And if you can lead that encounter properly and she doesn't have a whole lot of trauma to, to project onto you, it usually works out pretty well. Right, and that that means she won't uh, she won't bolt <laughs> bolt in the middle of the. <laughs> but that is a good crazy filter. Yeah, I mean that is a good crazy. Intimacy filter. is a crazy filter. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, and that's how I do it. It's like I I kick, <sighs> I kick the chicks out of my house, not by kicking them out of my house. I just like get really intimate, and they're like, "Oh my god, I cannot be this vulnerable with somebody." I push it. So I have. 
I have an interesting point on that though, because I, I, I think I was just in an, an experience that worked the opposite way. Okay. So I met this dude, we went out on a date. Um, it was decent conversation. It was very good. But like in the conversation, I could see three ex-boyfriends like in, in this encounter, right? Mm. Like I red flag, red flag, like there was one ex-boyfriend. Oh, and then the other one showed up and in all of this conversation, Oh, right on cue. There was the third one like, Oh fuck. Right. So when I, so, but we were getting very intimate in, in said conversation and it was very, the convo was, was great, but I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere. Right. Um, so in our conversations later, let him down, told him what was going on. And it did not filter out the crazy. In fact, it, it, it invited in the crazy where he was calling. He's been calling me and calling me and calling me and calling and then would switch from his phone number and now has gone to calling me from no caller ID. And I didn't know this at first until I started getting phone calls at like two in the morning three in the morning there's like who who the fuck else would be doing this you know she's in her 30s because she still answers her phone (laughs) i wasn't answering my fucking phone i definitely wasn't but who the fuck calls anymore uh, this person apparently and then and then added me on tried to add me on like instagram like my personal instagram and you have a personal instagram i do i feel hurt i'll give it to you okay after after this you'll get the you'll get the real shit all right um but it did not filter out. The intimacy did not filter out the crazy. Yeah, but like... That was a very sad situation. <laughs> I was like, I'm still dealing with that shit. Like, I still get calls from this no-caller ID. And this has been going on, like, I don't know, about a month? I think there's, like, a fucking bell curve. Okay. <laughs> you got the outlier crazy. This, this mother- I seem to find the outliers. No, because there's different types of crazy, right? Now this is crazy though. Now I'm not trying to make any weird like anti mental health things. So don't fucking blow up my fucking feed <laughs> with some me crazy whatever. You're not fucking sensitive. Yeah yeah yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I'm talking about crazy, like in the colloquial sense of the word. Okay. In the experience that we have all had of crazy, <laughs> <laughs> everybody has felt that fucking crazy motherfucker. So I think there's like multiple types of crazy, right? There is this side of the bell curve over here on the left where. If they are this kind of crazy and they don't want to be vulnerable, then they're going to, she's feeding me more alcohol. Just she one more sip. She doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> yep. No more alcohol. So over here on the left, there's the kind of crazy that if you if you ask for trust and vulnerability, they will go running. And then on the other side of the bell curve, if you ask for trust and vulnerability, they cling on to you like crazy people. Like, well, okay, they are crazy people. They but, are yeah, crazy. But, right? So, like, it's a filtration for one end of the spectrum. <laughs> and the other end is not so, yeah. I think that, that you are playing in this pool over here, oh. and I'm playing in this pool over here. <laughs> well, one hopes. God, I would love to play on the other side, but Jesus, it seems like a few of these dudes that I've, that I've dated – they just want to play in Crazyville. Yeah, well, you're the best they've ever had. <laughs> this motherfucker didn't even get a taste, bro. He didn't get even... He, there was no the, taste the, happening. Okay, you and every woman in the world needs to understand this, okay? <laughs> I'm going to fucking... I'm going to say this, <laughs> and uh, I'm not trying to be an expert or whatever, but, like, 
I work with men who have problems getting women. Like that's my job. Sure. And I have seen time and time and time and time again, motherfuckers be catching feelings for things they ain't test test drove. What is that? And let me tell you something. What is it? The fantasy is always better than the reality. And they are in love with the fantasy that they've built well, they from think, the pieces they they've seen of you. In love. Come on. I don't think one cannot be in love with somebody that's not reciprocating. I don't think that you can be in love with anybody. I think, <laughs> I think it's all fucking fantasy. <laughs> but look, you've given them pieces from which to build like a weird science fucking style <laughs> woman of their dreams in front of. You've given them the pieces mm-hmm. for that. And they didn't then see me just spill that, so yeah, you could have just not said anything. It would have been chill. Whatever. But uh, keeping it hundred percent real on this podcast. <laughs> but I, you, I'm a klutz. But you give them pieces, right? And then they build this entire fucking thing, and they fall in love with that thing, that that commercialized fantasy version of you. And then when you leave, you sort of remove their access to that fantasy as well, so that. They're not in love with who you are or your idiosyncrasies or your fucking quirks and awesomeness. They're in love with the thing that they've created and projected onto you. And usually it's their mom or like their first love or oh, some shit. Like The mom shit. Oh. God. Yeah. What is that episode? That, yeah. This is, we have, <laughs> we just need to keep making episodes. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Moms. Oh, yeah. Uh, but anyways, so every woman needs to know this, okay? They are in love with what you have created, and it works the other way around, right? You have fallen in love with men that were not the men that you fell in love with. They were like some bastardized mutation in your brain of the man that was standing in front of you because you projected all this shit onto them that they had. They, if you look back in hindsight, they'd never given you the impression that they were that way. <sighs> But then I think it's a matter of, of really listening to what people say. I mean, I think what people do. <laughs> don't roll your fucking eyes at me. Why are you rolling your eyes at me? Go ahead. It, I, I, it, it is about what people. What people. So I've always looked at it like this. A dude can do a whole bunch of things. Right. But what he says. That's kind of what I go off of. Like what a dude says is what I go off of. Because. That's what they're always going to fall back on. They're not going to fall back on like their weird actions or their weird little things that they do. I'm trying to put together <laughs> what you're saying in my mind. I'm sorry for the faces. But. <laughs> I'm just saying like, you know, OK, so you're saying like they project this fantasy, but at the same time, like. They're also like. A dude says what the fuck he wants. Right? Would you agree with that? No. No? <laughs> I think that's true. They say what the fuck they want. Okay. They do. Sure. You have an experience. I'm just, I just want to hear what's going on in your brain right now because like, I don't understand <clears throat> what you mean. So if a dude says he doesn't want to be in a relationship, if a dude says he <clears throat> is polyamorous, if a dude says these things, and, and me as the woman, I try to turn it into something else and I try to project my fantasy onto onto whatever the situation is that doesn't do me any good because what you say what they say is probably what they think what they feel oh i see what you mean okay because when i first heard you say that 
I heard. Uh, you can trust what he says and not what he does. No, like, I mean. Like, I'm like, I no, baby, with- I totally love you. That only happens when I'm mad and I'm sorry. I'll get therapy. And then they hit you again. Like, it's like, no, your actions fucking matter, bro. <laughs> your actions your actions do matter. But I think, I think like, also, I think initially, like, in any kind of sort of initial circumstance, a dude is going to tell you what, what they want, what they think. You have to go off that. If that changes over time and... Okay, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to explore that concept later on. Okay, like actions versus words would be a pretty good podcast. Like, oh, that would be good thing. All right. Um, okay. Well, do you have anything you want to wrap up with on the topic of reentry? Because we've hit our hour mark. <clears throat> oh, reentry. Well, if they come back, which they probably inevitably will, really take your time to figure out if that is what you actually want when they re-enter because most times I feel like you'll probably start at the same place where you left off. And if, and if that's where it ended, it's not a good place to start. Right. Yeah. I kind of feel the same way. I, it, it's this scarcity mentality. It's like this, this gotta have it now kind of consumerism thing where it's like, Oh, well, they're here, and I and I want to, dude. There's so many fucking people there's out there. There's a million there. people out there. You could just like try that lesson on somebody else. Yeah, you could flip <laughs> so many different crazy switches with that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Test that shit out on others. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again, Rachel, for being part of my life. Thanks, Duke. And thanks for letting me be on your show of glory. And let's fucking come up with a name for this thing yes so we can actually release it on some sort of distribution channel i would love that uh peace out people we can't we can't call you name because there's no cult name for a cult that doesn't have a name (laughs) itself so later cult members uh we'll see you guys next week and next week we're gonna be talking about oh shit um what's what the fuck i don't know we'll We'll figure figure it out out. (laughs) (laughs) cheers bye